It all started one morning as I was standing in my bathroom brushing my teeth, and I caught my reflection in the mirror and thought, Ugh. I started picking apart all the things I don't like about myself. My mind started going, I look horrible. I need to exercise more. God, I hate my neck. Every thought I had just made me feel worse about myself. I looked at the time. My first Zoom call started in 15 minutes. I've got to get up earlier. I thought about the deadline I was up against, the emails and the texts I hadn't responded to, the dog that had yet to be walked, all the things the kids needed me to do today. I felt completely overwhelmed and I hadn't even put on a bra or had coffee yet. Ugh. All I wanted to say was, I see you and I love you. Come on now. You've got this. Welcome back to Zoo Notable. All month in March, we're celebrating Women's Month, and today is a fantastic example of women helping women. Today, we're discussing The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. Now, I have to say, this book helped me in very interesting ways. Again, seeing the humanity in each of us, that we all experience self-doubt, we all experience frustration and anxiety, and we could all use a high five from life every now and then. Now, I've come to know Nell Robbins' work to be positively motivating and encouraging. Her first book, The Five Second Rule, shows how to beat procrastination and let your success take off. Five, four, three, two, one, blast off. In this book, The High Five Habit, produced some of that same motivation and encouragement. So what do you say? Let's empower and high five ourselves and create a habit that will shape our destinies and make us better one morning at a time. Let's do this. We're going to kick things off with big idea number one. What is a high five habit? Quote, high five morning is about building confidence in yourself, in your body, in your thoughts, and in your spirit. These promises help set you up for success, create an intention for your day, and give you a sense of control before you step out into the world which only makes you feel more confident. The high five habit is not about make fake praise or forced positive thinking. This is a book about changing the default programming that keeps you trapped in a destructive and unsupportive relationship with yourself. Okay, so what is this high five habit, right? Well, it's a self-care habit that Mel Robbins encourages us to do every day, every morning, and maybe even throughout the day to set ourselves up for success. What I love about it is how similar this habit is to how animal trainers treat and work with their animals. We set them up for success, we celebrate them, we empower them, and we encourage and inspire them. Why don't we do this for ourselves? So Mel is a genius and offers a sort of routine for us to practice to give ourselves a moment to take care of priority number one, and that's us. Because you know what I always say, we can't take care of the things that are important to us until we start taking care of ourselves. Now here's how Mel suggests we start each day, how to initiate your high five habit. She says, put yourself first, get up when the alarm rings. When the alarm rings, get up. If you always hit the snooze button, you tell your RES that you do not do what you say you're going to do, and that impacts how the RES filters your view and yourself. Okay, okay, so if you're not sure what an RES or reticular 
activating system is. Don't worry. We'll tackle that in the next big idea. But understand that everything Mel suggests in High Five Habit is to train the system, this reticular activating system, to look for the positive, look for the pathways, and look for the opportunities to help you along your journey. We are training it to with an identity, in this case, the identity of, I am the type of person who gets up when the alarm rings. This isn't far off from, from more substantial identities, such as, I'm the type of person who writes a thousand words a day, or I'm the type of person who makes healthy choices. She goes further, give yourself a gift, make your bed. Making your bed helps you not crawl back into it, but more importantly, making your bed is another way to strengthen the muscle of discipline and commitment. It's also nice when you walk into your bedroom to see a beautiful bed rather than a mess that you quote unquote should fix. Celebrate yourself. High five the mirror. Head to the bathroom and say hello to your biggest ally and friend. You. Smile. Raise your hand in celebration. Take a moment for yourself. You got this. Again, the whole point of this book is for this seemingly small, insignificant gesture. But don't worry, Mel explains a little bit further. Take this next action. Take care of yourself, she says. Put your exercise clothes on. I don't frame it as a promise to work out every day. That feels too hard. You want the bar for wins to be low. You want to build momentum. You get a high five just for putting those darn workout pants on. That's how I roll. Celebrate all the things. That's why I keep promises that are easy to keep. Hands on heart, get up, make the bed, high five the mirror, put on the exercise clothes. Boom. Five wins and you haven't even had coffee yet. Now here we are reinforcing the action that leads to healthy behavior. Exercise clothes is easy to accomplish, but it also sets us up to do something in those clothes. But you don't have to drop your high five habit in the, in the middle to go work out. Finish your routine and then take off or implement exercise into your high five routine. She says your next step is to train your RES to dream in the morning. When you think of dreaming, you usually think of sleeping. I want you to start dreaming in the morning as a way to bring your dreams into your day-to-day -day life. Give permission to get in touch with what you want. Write in a journal five things that you want, whatever your heart says to write. They can be the same ideas every day, or they can be different. Your deepest, wildest, big dreams, or just something you feel in your heart. Give yourself permission to dream with the lid off without apology. You validate your dreams by writing them down. The old you said no so many times to your dreams. Train your RES to say yes. And there you go. That is your high five morning. Does this sound doable? Well, let's learn a little bit more about the science behind this habit. With big idea number two, retrain your brain or your reticular activating system. Quote, think about the last time you remember seeing a red Acura. Now, unless you own one or work in an Acura, Acura dealership, it's highly likely that you can't think of when that was because until this moment, it wasn't important to you. This is because of your RAS, your reticular activating system, the filter bouncer for your brain so you don't notice or remember every bit of information shown to us throughout the day. 
Your RES was blocking all red Acuras out of your conscious mind. But the second you start thinking of buying a red Acura, your RES changes its filtering system. Suddenly, overnight, you won't be able to drive down the road without seeing red Acuras. The bouncer in your brain pulled the red Acura from the subconscious part of your brain all the way to the front of your subconscious mind. Every single day, your brain will start to get the new message about what's important to you and to your future. It will fall in line and begin to filter the world in an entirely new way to help you get what you want. Seeing things differently won't make your problems disappear, but it will have you seeing different solutions, different opportunities, and different possibilities that you haven't seen before. And that makes all the difference in the world. Now, Mel doesn't hold a PhD in behavior change, but she has done her research. And folks, our brain is really, really fascinating. We have a part of our brain called the reticular activating system mentioned in big idea number one, or as we said, the RES that acts as a bouncer for thoughts and ideas. Now, if we didn't have this RES filter, we would literally overwhelm our brain with thoughts. And well, I don't know the physical ramifications, but I think it would probably not be so great for us. Instead, we have the sophisticated system that allows things we think about a lot into our brain. And subconsciously, the RES remembers these and lets us think about them more and more. The more we think about something, the more the RES is out on the lookout for those things that confirm or encourage this continued thinking. It's almost, not exactly, but similar to the idea of a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more we repeat an idea or thought, the more evidence we see to confirm that idea or thought. So if we tell ourselves we're too busy for something, guess what? Our RES finds reasons that, that we are too busy. If we repeatedly tell ourselves that we're bad at something or not good enough, RES finds more evidence to believe that to be true. So you can see why it's important that we literally flip the script in our heads. Mel encourages us to practice flipping our negative beliefs on their heads. One way to, we do this is by performing a physical behavior that is considered positive. If you guessed high-fiving the mirror, give yourself another high-five or a gold star. Another way to retrain your RES is to write goals down. This trains your mind that your goals are important. As Mel puts it, by writing it down, you're activating something called the Zygernick effect, which is in which you literally create a mental checklist that the bouncer in your mind holds on to. So every time you write down something that you see as a sign or evidence of something that encourages you towards your goal, you are retraining and reshaping your RES in real time. All right, folks, your turn. What are some of your goals? And what is holding you back from going for them? Let's start retraining our RES to work for us and find those opportunities. Before we continue with our Zoo Notable, I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors. I couldn't do these notables without them. So we'll be right back after these messages. And big idea number three is be your own cheerleader. Quote, I want you to answer this question honestly. How frequently do you cheer for yourself? 
I bet you just came up with the same conclusion I did. Almost never. The question is why? If being loved, encouraged, and celebrated feels so darn good, if it keeps you going and helps you achieve your goals, why don't you do it for yourself? Now, when I created ZooFit, I asked myself a similar question. As animal trainers, we rely solely on positive reinforcement to work with the animals. We build trust, confidence, and empowerment in the animals using positivity, encouragement, and patience. But then as soon as we leave the zoo, we turn our back on positive reinforcement and berate ourselves for eating that cupcake in the break room or shame ourselves into going to the gym or guilt ourselves into doing something that we don't want to do because we quote unquote should. I felt it was time to flip the switch and start treating myself and my fitness like an animal I cared for because I am worth it. And folks, if you're listening, you are worth it too. This philosophy of self-care is not to just ignore all your problems and be cheerful Pollyanna all the time. It's about starting care with yourself. As Mel puts it, self-worth, self-esteem, self-love, and self-confidence all begin by building those attributes within yourself. That's why I want you to begin every day with a high five in the mirror. It's a habit you should learn, you should understand, and you should practice every single day. And that's just the beginning. The high five habit is about improving the relationship you have with yourself. This is critical because your relationship with you is the foundation for all other relationships. Listen to that. The foundation for all other relationships. When we were able to celebrate us as we are and be our own best cheerleader, we were able to do the same for others. When we high five ourselves, we can, ha- we can high five the world. High fives are symbolic because they are a celebration of both parties participating. And that type of celebration is among the most powerful forms of positive reinforcement around. It releases not just dopamine, but serotonin, endorphins, and even oxytocin. There aren't a lot of other people who will be in as much in your corner as you can be. When we cheer ourselves on, celebrate ourselves right here as we are, we begin to train that RES to believe in ourselves. And that helps us push us to be the person we want to be, to show up as our best selves for our family and for the world. Big idea number four, you are stronger than you think. Quote, Life sucks at times. When you feel like you can't catch a break no matter how hard you try, you just have to keep going. This mantra, you have to trust that there's something amazing happening that you can't see right now, is like your own personal halftime locker room speech. Have a good cry and then dust yourself off and keep fighting for what you want. If you give up, you give up on you. You must tell yourself that something better is coming and keep going. It's time like these when your life turns upside down that you need to look yourself in the mirror and say, I know you're scared and I know you can do this. This is mentally what it looks like to high five yourself forward. And when I first started reading the high five habit, I did feel Mel might be portraying a bit of a Pollyanna persona. 
She talks about running the New York Marathon and begging the volunteers to agree that she should quit. She says that she didn't quit, even with the blisters and the negative self-talk, because the high fives that fueled her and being cheered on by the volunteers kept her going. And that's probably true and honestly awesome for her. But what about when life gives you blisters, when life's negative self-talk has you wanting to quit at mile seven and you have 19 miles to go? Well, Mel promises each of us that we are stronger than we think. Now, after further reading, I turned back to the marathon story and I realized what it what had me still doubtful. See, Mel had never done a marathon before, but everyone knows that marathons are, are doable. Millions of people participate in marathons. There is also Ragnar, triathlons, you name it. Now, my brain doesn't doubt what, it has, what has been done before. It doubts what I have never done before. This is why belief and cheering yourself on and retraining your RES is amazing and why it's so important. You might be familiar with Nelson Mandela saying, it always seems impossible until it's been done. Well, that's you. It's only impossible for you until you do it. So do it. I know, I know. It's so much easier to say that than to do it. But Mel reminds us when we face seemingly insurmountable challenges, you have faced challenges before, and this challenge won't be easy, but you will be okay. Facing these challenges makes us better versions of ourselves and our lives more meaningful. When you are scared, overwhelmed, or anxious, high five your heart. Here's what it looks like. Take a deep breath, close your eyes, put your hands on your heart and tell yourself, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm loved. That's right, give your heart a high five. Show yourself some compassion, but then also dust yourself off and go for the gold. You are stronger than you think. You are worth the effort. You're worth the struggles and the blisters that you will inevitably get along the way. And finally, big idea number five, how to do mantras and visualization right. Quote, repeating mantras and statements like I love myself can be powerful, but research proves that unless you actually believe the mantra you're saying, your mind will find reasons to reject it. This is why high fives are so amazing. Your mind doesn't reject it because it's always associated the high five with believing in the person you're giving it to. It isn't passive, passive verbal praise. As one person stated once they started practicing this habit, it's one thing to say positive things to yourself in your mind, but another to act that feeling out. It has more meaning, bolsters the attitude that to help you truly believe in yourself and your worth. Actions speak louder than words. We must do more than just try to tell our brain something that it doesn't really believe. We have to show it that what we mean. Mel shares that by making our mantra statement visual, such as a high five, our brains are a lot more likely to pay attention and have a positive response. We're not as likely to ignore it. This is especially important when we're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed out. Our brain goes into survival mode, and this is when negativity creeps back in. All our brains can see in the state is the threats around us. 
but we can activate a rest and relax mode by slowing your body down, activating our vagus nerve. Now, our vagus nerve is the longest nerve in your body, connecting your brain to every other organ. It allows the brain to facilitate the release of dopamine, which is that feel-good hormone that puts you in a more relaxed and calm mood. Mel shares some great ways to activate that vagus nerve. She says, giving your heart a high five by putting your hand on your heart and saying, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm loved. And there are many other ways to put yourself in a more relaxed mood, such as breathing deeply and slowly, by taking a walk outside in nature, meditating, humming or chanting, even gargling water, singing at the top of your lungs, taking a warm bath or a cold shower, or my favorite from Dr. Kimberly Pope Robinson in Unspoken Life, take a bubble break. Now, another helpful tool for creating a high five life is through visualization. But Mel warns us, like with mantras, it's easy to practice this in a way that keeps us stuck. That is, we focus on the end result rather than the process. As Mel puts it, in order to make visualization really help you achieve your goals, you need to visualize yourself doing the hard, annoying, small steps along the way to reaching your dreams, not just basking in the blaze of victory at the finish line. Here's how visualizing works. Say you want to manifest a big dream of running the Boston Marathon. Yes, write that dream down every day, again, to train your RES to look for evidence to support your dream. But to achieve it, don't visualize yourself crossing the finish line in the roaring applause of the crowd. Visualize yourself lacing up your running shoes when it's 10 degrees out. Close your eyes and picture what it's going to feel like to be out there running mile 13 on your own because your earbuds just ran out of batteries. Feel on your body the sensation of your alarm going off at 5 a.m. and you're exhausted and you look out the window and see that it's pouring and you start running in the rain. Now, since this brilliant lesson, I have actually switched my morning routine around to include a high five protocol, including a mantra of high fiving the mirror after I've told myself, today I will make healthy choices that will work towards my goal so I can feel proud and accomplished. I also visualize how I will handle failure rejection, and what I will do to get back up when I'm feeling down. I don't visualize me holding a copy of my book once it's finished. I visualize me drinking my tea and getting to work on the chapter I'm currently writing. I visualize the scene or the idea that I'm trying to get across and then go to work conveying what I've conjured up in my head. So how about you? What is your mantra? How will you visualize your day to prepare you for success? even when it's hard? And how will you practice a high-five morning? Can we start doing that today? So there's our high-five habit by Mel Robbins. Again, if you haven't heard of Mel, I recommend taking a few moments to check her out, especially her TED Talk, which you can find a link to in the description of this episode. Mel is sincere in helping others establish their high-five habit. You can download some free templates to her High Five Journal at highfivejournal.com. Link is in the description of this episode. 
Now let's close up with a few quotes. These are all from Mel Robbins in The High Five Habit. Mel says, you deserve to be celebrated. Not a year from now, not when you get that promotion or lose that weight or achieve that goal. You deserve to be cheered for as you are, where you are right now, starting today. And I'm going to add, we don't wait to reinforce the animals when they finally learn the complete behavior. We celebrate them every step of the way. Mel says in a neurobic exercise, a routine activity, let's say looking yourself in the mirror, is paired with two things. One, something unexpected that involves your senses, like high-fiving that mirror. And two, an emotion you like to feel, like celebration. Mel says, high-fiving yourself won't change any of these things that have happened to you or the very real challenges you are facing right now. It changes you. Again, she says, it's times like these when your life turns upside down that you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I know you're scared and I know you can do this. She says, health is all about loving and taking care of yourself. It would be easy to think this is the stupidest thing you've ever heard, but therein lies the secret. If it's simple, you'll do it. Tools only work when you use them. Behavior change only happens when you repeat the behavior. Research shows that in order to build a new habit, it needs to be easy to add to your routine. Mel tells us, trust in yourself and your ability to rise to this challenge. Cheer yourself forward and take care of yourself along the way. And every morning, as you stand face to face with yourself, just take a moment to smile, knowing that at some point in this beautiful life of yours, it will all make perfect and even magical sense. And as you raise your hand to your reflection without uttering a word, say, I believe in you. I love you. Now keep going because something amazing is coming. And finally, she tells us, and know that I'm still right beside you, raising my hand in celebration with you. High five, my friend. I see you. I believe in you. Now it's your turn to believe in yourself and go make your dreams come true. And there you have it. Let me know your thoughts on this fascinating book, The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. Again, a wonderful coach, a wonderful habit to incorporate into your life. Which big idea struck you or resonated with you the most? And next week, join me as we get in the flow, but unlock your hormonal advantage and revolutionize your life with Elisa Vitti. Again, remember to keep reading, keep learning, keep growing. I'll catch you all next week.